Hey, hey, everybody. Episode number 83. Moving right along here. I told you all we would be getting a, a couple episodes at least this week. I'm actually planning for three. And Thursday, I am hoping to have Sam um, as part of the show. I was actually just checking messages from her. Uh, I sent her a message and I said, hey, what are you doing Thursday? And she just said, don't know. Not don't know, dunno, D-U-N-N-O. <laughs> so, but uh, but no, I asked her if, if she wants to try to crank out an episode as a guest on Thursday, and and uh, try to get us. I'm gonna get into it kind of in the in that time, in this episode here, and then on Thursday I want to come back, and into the same time and kind of get Sam's side of this whole situation and where she was at. Uh, mentally and 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 whatnot, and kind of how her transition home. Like I said in the last episode, we were getting Sam home for the holidays, and uh, and uh, that was kind of where we were on that. But there's a lot of things that happen next. Like we're kind of at a a turning point in the story all over again, and uh, and it's gonna get exciting again. So I, I I'm actually I'm really really ready. I've been really really thinking. A lot about how I want to present all the stuff that happens next because the next part of this story is really really gonna start getting big on people that live with a disability um, that don't think there's anything beyond what's inside the walls of their home and I, I end up in that situation I end up in that spot where it's like okay this is all I've got Okay, that's just it's not gonna get better than what it is and I and I've reached that point before as y'all have heard in the last episodes and stuff there's been many times where I've reached that point and I've proven myself wrong so so yeah I'm really excited to, to kind of get everybody um, note up on on what happens next and what I do with my life after this point but uh but for now, I hope everybody's having a good day. It's Tuesday. Monday is officially over. <laughs> so I, I know I, I seen, man, I seen so many people yesterday. So many of my friends that were like, okay, Monday can be done at any time. You know, nine o'clock yesterday morning, I had one of my friends say, okay, I'm going to go back to bed. I'm going to wake up when it's Tuesday. So if they did that, then they got a pretty good sleep. But, and I wish them a good morning today, but, but no, uh, there was a lot of, a lot of uh, kind of just bad vibes going on yesterday, and it was kind of sad because it was a really nice day. But when I got out there, I, I spent most of my day in short sleeves yesterday, and at the end of February in northern Wyoming, that's pretty impressive. But uh, I went out there with a smile on my face, like, "Oh yeah, it's a beautiful day. You know, I'm loving life. Let's." Uh, Let's uh, take on this day. Let's get this day done. And uh, I get out there and everybody's like, ah, screw Mondays. <laughs> and it's like, I had one of my friends, she said it the best. She's like, this is the most Mondayest Mondays ever. <laughs> I was like, man. So I, I had to mess with her a little bit. I was like, yep. Yeah, well, they just declared that we're getting rid of Tuesday and Wednesday. And we're going to actually have three Mondays to start off every week. <laughs> so, but no, I, I, I feel bad for everybody that kind of had a crappy day yesterday, and I, 
and that goes all the way i had i had another friend of mine i seen her kid broke her leg and that just did not look good at all and uh there was just man there was some bad luck yesterday um i had some weird occurrences yesterday all day yesterday i had weird things happening on my monday so i actually and something that's in my wallet right now and it is my my keepsake for for the best thing that's ever happened to me on a monday and that is my grocery store receipt and it's uh it was because i i go to the grocery store and i just grabbed a couple things i needed stuff to make biscuits and gravy the fast way so i needed the powdered gravy and i needed the biscuits the rolled biscuits and uh i grabbed it and i get up to the register and i check out and the dude's like uh that's 555 five dollars and 55 cents okay so i swipe my card and stuff and uh he prints out the receipt hands it to me and i take off out of the store well i get into the car and i just happened to glance at the clock on the dash and it said 556 and i'm like no way what are the chances so i look at my receipt and i spent five dollars and 55 cents at exactly 5 55 p.m at my grocery store and uh so i was like okay i'm buying a powerball like i don't have money <laughs> right now and 130 million dollars would be really nice so so i scraped up a, a dollar or two dollars and to go in and buy a lottery ticket because i was like yeah if it's gonna happen it's gonna be on this day <laughs> so i bought it sadly i did not win <laughs> but but a guy can wish and dream but no anyways just weird stuff like that and then one of my boys he uh well the one that's living with me now he uh he's like dad i i sneezed three times today and i looked up at the clock and it was 333 <laughs> and i was like well it's just something to do with numbers today it's a very numerical day and uh and I, I'm really curious to see what happens because the the fives, multiple fives all day. And I don't know if any of you guys are, are kind of superstitious on that stuff, but but I I I kinda am. I have a lot of good things happen to me when I notice things like that. And a lot of people say that it's uh it's just a it's it's kind of a, a an occurrence of some kind of a phenomenal event and um the way the way i see it is that we have we have a lot of good things surrounding us and this is this is kind of my point of view so bear with me on this and and if you agree with it cool if you don't send me an email that says i'm crazy <laughs> but but no i i kind of see it when we notice stuff like that so the uh when my ex and i we're about to have our twins she was pregnant with the twins we were seeing the number two in the clouds all the time you look up and there was twos everywhere twos and and we ended up having twins <laughs> it was it was kind of cool that went on for a long time but so then like the fives and stuff for me and 11 11 a lot of people that is one of my favorite sequences of numbers 11 11 Okay, and as a matter of fact, it goes all the way back to um, the Ellen 
show. I remember watching the news one night and they had Ellen on the news. She was talking about or on a news clip or something. I can't remember what it was. It was talking about how she started a uh, music recording studio for amateur artists or artists to uh, be able to go in and and ex- express their talents and uh, be able to afford to do it and stuff and help them kind of grow into to a something successful you know and there's a lot of talent hidden out there and and uh, honestly it's always been a dream of mine to go out and just find all the talent you know just like myself i'm one of them guys that i spent uh, most of my talent gets expressed right here in my living room when i was younger it got expressed in my mom's uh house in my bedroom like I'd sit in my bedroom and play my guitar for hours, you know, and, but when I go out, like I take my guitar with me, but I only played for certain people, you know, a lot of times. And it's just, it's sad to know that they're, I always thought I was the only one. I thought I was, I thought I was, yeah, I'm the guy that I can play guitar, but I'm the one guy in the world that just doesn't go out and show it. And later that changed, you know, later, that changed and I, and I started getting real, real expressive, uh, publicly with my music and stuff. But, but for a long time, that's what I thought. And then I get to watch and TikTok and all these other videos and stuff. And I find out there's talent all over out there just sitting at home. And now they're expressing it through these videos. I would love to go out there and just gather up about 50 of those people and, uh, and, and go on tour with them. Like, just go out and let's do, let's do a swinging from the seat, uh, seat of our pants show where everybody just jumps in and, and plays and shows us what kind of skill they have as far as their music goes in it. And it's, uh, I think that would be, that would be an awesome, awesome deal to do. There's, there's so much out there that's so undiscovered and it's some of the best guitar players, some of the best drummers are people that I'm watching in their basements on TikTok. <laughs> it's like, let's go out there and show the world, you guys. But no, so Ellen had started a thing for recording people just like that. And it was called 1111 Studios. And and I remember watching the show. I don't know if it ever took off or what. While we're sitting here and while I'm talking, I'm going to Google it because now I'm kind of curious. But, uh... The, uh, the cool part about it is, um, they, uh, the, the cool part about it is they, yep, right there, 1111 event studio. So yeah, cool stuff, cool stuff. So, but anyways, the cool part about it is we take sequential numbers like that or we see some people it's colors you know they everywhere they look there's the color blue their favorite color everywhere they look okay so my theory about it and like i said my theory about it is we have so many beautiful things in our lives so many great things when we have negative things happening in our world you know so 
like myself right now i've been completely flooded with with family things that are going on stuff with my kids and uh my own stress my financial stresses my what am i going to do about this house stress and and surgeries coming up stress and one of my kids has some mystery illness and the other one's been diagnosed with this and we're chasing this around and and i've got a bill that's due and i've got another bill next week that's due and i need tires on my car and it's like okay all of that stuff all of that stuff just kind of puts a mask over every good thing that you have floating around in your life so when you walk outside when you walk outside just try this just try this i do this every day it's turned into a, a habit of mine and, and it's a good habit but every day you go outside just try it give it a try go outside and just when you're standing at your door getting ready to walk out that door just shut your eyes for a minute and and just dump all the thoughts go to a happy place for just a minute and then walk outside and look around just walk outside and look around stand on your front porch and have a good look around now if you if you live on the corner of of uh colorado and, and spear or something in in call in denver or down in the denver area and you go outside and you look around and all it is is traffic and there's a fender bender i apologize <laughs> like but no find a place go to a park just when you're out driving around and you're and you're headed to work or something pull over get out of your car <clears throat> get rid of everything for just a second get rid of all of it get out of your car shut that thing off get rid of that motor sound and the whole nine yards shut the door so you don't have this obnoxious beeping my doors open thing going on just step outside and look around and see what you see I'm going to tell you right now, I've, I've figured out how to do this. It's something that I practice and it does take practice. It takes work to actually let go of all the things going on in your life. It actually, it, it's hard. It's not, it's not easy. Okay. So, but once you figure out how to do it, like I go outside and I look around and I, I take a nice deep breath. I look around and I see the world in so many, so, so many different ways. So then what I usually see it as when I'm stressed out and I'm carrying that stress around with me. Okay. And I don't notice there's a lot of things I don't notice. Okay. There's a bird's nest in one of my trees out here and you can tell that thing has been there forever <laughs> and I don't even think it's being used. I don't know. We'll find out later in the spring, probably when there's more birds around here, but like I just noticed it like you just notice things and that's kind of where my mind went last night when I got this receipt that said I spent five dollars and fifty five cents at 5 55 p.m. like I stopped it really it really kind of stopped me in my tracks for a minute some people are probably thinking man it's just a receipt dude like get over it but it's not because it makes it made me stop for a minute think how many more cool things am I just missing out on because I am spending so much time stressing out about this and this and this and this like how many how many things like this happen so at that point in time like I kind of cleared cleared my head right there and I was like okay I've got to I've got to filter some of the garbage off 
and and try to think past it now i've had this last month or so i have had a time where i've been struggling with uh, myself mentally okay as a matter of fact i i even reached out to a psychiatrist like and and it's and the way i the way i put it is i get i got a I got to talk to a lot of people. I have to, like, it's part of my life. You know, I talk to a lot of people. I have a lot of uh, my Guillain-Barre patients that I consult with. I've got a few of those right now. I want to share their stories so bad and give some updates, but they're just, they're not comfortable with me exposing their stuff. And I respect that. So we're keeping that uh, kind of confidential right now. That's between me and them. But you know, I have them guys, and it's and I, and I support them 100%. And that's what I, that's why I do what I do. That's why I set up the GBS support uh, organization is is for stuff like that, and to be able to interact with the people that are going through what I've been through. And uh, so, I mean, I but I have that stuff, and then I have a whole handful of of different people that are struggling with mental health issues and and addictions and and trying to restart their life after uh, being incarcerated or something. I mean, they I've had a lot of I've had a lot of other people's stuff that I counsel on. <clears throat> and sometimes the counselor needs a counselor. <laughs> I'm not going to kid you. So, but it's good. Like I always said, I I preach this stuff all the time. You have to you have to dump the garbage every now when that garbage truck runs around town all day and picks up everybody's trash that truck can only hold so much okay he picks up this dumpster and that dumpster and that dumpster and pretty soon his truck is full okay he doesn't have everybody's trash picked up yet he's just got the east side of the tracks picked up so what's he do he's got to go to the dump and he's got to dump it he goes out there he dumps that garbage he goes back into town and he starts picking up more. But you know what? He helped everybody clean up their lives a little bit. And uh, he continues on and he'll do the same thing next week. Yeah, that's that's how it is. And that's how it is for me. Okay, sometimes sometimes you got to dump your trash. And it's, you know, I was talking to a therapist the other day and she said the same thing. She's like, I see a counselor once a week. <laughs> and I was like, I don't doubt it. You know, so... But that's how it is. But, but no, I, I, uh, I notice that, and I notice when I when I dump it, I notice all them great things in my life, and that's that's the point of of the way I feel about about those signs. And I, and I am kind of superstitious on signs. Like I've had a lot of good things occur when I notice certain things like that. But maybe it's the positive energy that comes from noticing the positive things. And that energy pushes you right into the correct open doorway. You know, it's, uh, we get lost all the time. We get lost. I mean, that's just the way, that's the best way I can say it is we get lost. We're, we're out there and we are so small in such a big world and and uh in a world that's never fair in a world that has many surprises all the time and uh that's kind of where i'm at in the story 
at this point in time is uh, I'm kind of lost. You know, I don't really know what direction we're going. So let's get into that a little bit. Sam comes home from the hospital. It's uh, Thanksgiving, I believe. Thanksgiving. And um, we're having a Thanksgiving dinner at her mom's place. And uh, it, and it's <laughs> it's something else because uh, Sam and I are both crippled, <laughs> and we're sitting there and and uh, there were some good people around. Sam's brother was there, Sam's grandma, Sam's mom, and stepdad, and, and then her nieces and stuff, nephew. Uh, it was just uh, a good group of people, you know. We had a good group of people there, but. As Sam was home, and as the time had uh, continued on, I I started noticing Sam, and I and I should have put it together a little more. So the way I seen it, and on Thursday, if we get Sam on the show on Thursday, we'll see kind of what her input is on it. But Sam started to get she was at home and she was she wasn't in the condition to really just go out and and do everything that she once did you know she's in a wheelchair she's she's struggling she's still in in recovery mode and and with a condition that she's she's uh she knows and she knows in her mind that um if she makes a recovery it may not be a hundred percent you know and it you know it's just something that when we're in those situations we we learn to accept okay so i'm still doing my everyday routine i'm going into town i'm hanging out with my kids for a few hours here and there i'll stop and see a buddy there and and i'm out socializing a little bit and trying to you know like i said redevelop who i am and and redevelop who i am by myself so i can be out on my own and do my thing and, and be shame. Okay, so I'm out doing that. But Sam's Sam's at home and she's she's festering up a little tension. And that little bit of tension and I and I know what that tension is. I was there. That tension is okay, everybody's out doing stuff. I'm not. I'm stuck here. Okay. And uh like part of me like i was still there for sam and and i was still there but at the same time like i still have in my mind i still have a lot of that 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 anger that that slight agitation in myself about Okay, I feel bad that Sam's in this situation, but she kind of put herself in this situation. You know, so part of me is also playing a little game of tug of war with myself as, well, you should be doing this at home and, and staying there because Sam's left out type of thing. And, uh, but then the other part of me is like, no, you've got to keep doing you and you've got to keep pushing forward because. And, and, and that part of me was right. I mean, Sam may disagree with some of that. Um, hopefully she doesn't. Hopefully she, she kind of understands where I was in that. Where, you know, 
we kind of had a unique situation. Like it was, it would have been different had I been perfectly fine and not had my thing going on as far as trying to recover on my stuff. Like there were certain things, yeah, we could do together. But when you're in these situations, you really got to learn how to how to kind of focus on yourself too. And it, and it's it's kind of a hard lesson. It's a hard lesson that 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 really causes a little bit of contradiction in your life because you want to be this great person and you want to help everybody and stuff and you and you're turning over this leaf in your life where you've had something bad happen to you. You know, but you're kind of it's it's timing. You're you're at this spot where it's like, okay, man, I really want to help you. But at the same time, like I got to keep helping myself. Like, I got to keep helping myself because if I just stop helping myself, I'm not going to continue moving forward. And that was kind of where I was. And it was it was kind of a mental war with myself because I really cared about Sam. But, you know, I also really cared about continuing this this regular connection with my kids and rebuilding the lost time that I had with them, but also being able to re restart myself with with this adaption to to the world and how this world was going to be uh, with my disability and stuff, you know, so it was it was hard to satisfy all of it. And I, and I felt bad because I felt that sometimes I was given all of that a lot more than I was given Sam. But at the same time, I'm trying to balance it out in my mind that I have to keep going. I have to keep pushing for myself, not for my kids, not for my mom and dad, not for my friends, for myself. I have to keep pushing for myself. And, and that's where I was. I was, I was at that point and I was, I started to kind of grab a grip of it where I felt like, okay, Sam's getting bummed out that I'm leaving her behind a lot. Sam's getting bummed out about that, but at the same time, I'm sitting there and I start to develop this thought in my mind that, okay, but if I keep going and I can continue to build success, Sam's watching this. And and I started to, to develop this theory that if I continue doing that, I continue building my success, that it's going to be more impacting. She might be mad at me right now because I'm out there doing my thing and she's not right there beside me because she's going through her own thing, but she's still watching. So she might be upset now. I'm hoping that it sets an example to, hey, keep pushing and do it for you. Don't do it for me. Don't do it for your mom. Don't do it for your brother or, or your dad. Do it for you. And that was kind of the direction that I was starting to transfer the energy towards so i would go out and i'd do my thing and and in the back of my mind the whole time i'm sitting there like man i don't want to call and brag to sam that i just did this but at the same time i kind of want to call sam and make sure she knows uh what's going on and what i'm doing because she's gonna be pissed off about it that i did it but at the same time, down the road, maybe it'll be one of those, oh yeah, 
Shane did it like this. And the reason I was kind of thinking in that direction was because a lot of what Sam had done up to that point in her journey was based on some of the knowledge she gained from me and, and being there and experiencing part of my adventure is now kind of been some of the some of the book of guidance through her adventure so i really made a pact with myself and I, and like i said i was really really waging a war with myself of man i want to do this but i feel bad because i'm leaving her behind and at the same time i i really came to grips with myself that i had to keep moving forward the problem was it was causing a lot of tension and I watched our relationship just slowly deteriorate and uh, and it and it continues to deteriorate and continues to deteriorate and it uh, it gets to a point where it's it's like we're arguing with each other more than anything and and it, and it all comes down to the wire I had a buddy of mine my good buddy Jake his mom was in the hospital she wasn't doing good we didn't know she was gonna make it and I had an opportunity to take him to New Mexico. I know how to drive now. He had the gas money. So we had this opportunity to make this happen. And I was like, man, I got to chase this little adventure and and go out there and do this. But it, it, was, it was a killer in me and Sam's relationship. So we'll get into that in the next episode. And I want to bring Sam in. Hopefully we uh, have her here on Thursday. If not, I'll continue on and I'll pretend to be Sam. I'll do my best to sound like her. <laughs> but no, hopefully we get her back. Hopefully I got you guys here on Thursday. Uh, I'll release another episode Thursday no matter what. And uh, get out there and enjoy the weather. And uh, God bless you guys. And I appreciate you all listening. We'll see you in the next episode.